Welcome to the Millennial Boardroom Podcast. I'm Erica Pierce, your Millennial Success Strategist. Each week, I will share real-life tips, tools, and techniques on what it really takes to be a millennial leader. If you're ready for success, let's go. So guys, this week we have a guest that I think everyone will really enjoy. We have Dr. Stevie Dawn, which I love that name. It's a (laughs) very, very catchy name, who's going to talk to us about a couple of different topics. One of the ones I just told her in our little prep that I wanted to speak about is emotional intelligence, because I don't think we talk enough about that, especially when you're in those early stages of your career and your emotions might be (laughs) a little bit hot sometimes. But first, just thank Thank you, Dr. Stevie Don. I really appreciate you being on the podcast this week. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And you're so right. Emotional intelligence is a topic we all need to talk about, learn about, and continue to improve upon over our career. But the earlier, the better. The earlier, the better. So when I was probably in my late 20s, I I tell the story all the time. I got a really big job. I wasn't prepared for it. And I I always say I became obsessed with being successful. I read different things. I went to different conferences. I did everything I could do to be successful. I saw on your um, social media, you say you are addicted to success. I was like, I am. (laughs) I am addicted. And I think that's okay. It's one of those addictions that I'm sure there's a 12 step program for, but I'm not interested. (laughs) I am just going to own it. You're not a quitter. You're not going to give up on being successful. (laughs) Well, I I love that. And, you know, one of the things, again, when I was in in that or this big job, I remember my company, they did offer us different types of trainings and um, things we could go to. And two that stood out to me, and I probably still somewhere on my bookshelf have the little workbooks that they offered. Two of them were how to have difficult conversations and Mm. also emotional intelligence. And I think I did emotional intelligence 1.0 and 2.0. But in full disclosure, when when I got the email offering me both of these courses, I was like, what is emotional? Like, why do I need to go to a course on emotional intelligence? But because I was obsessed with being successful, I said, yes, because I said yes to anything that I thought would make me better. And then I was also like, why would I need to go to a course on difficult conversations, right? Like you just have them. And so later, of course, in my career, I know why both of those topics were incredibly important um, because I have experienced people who have definitely struggled with emotional intelligence. It was something I struggled with. And I remember someone I wanted to to promote one time and I didn't because she really lacked that emotional intelligence to be able to move up and start to manage people. So talk to like the listeners about emotional intelligence. And I would say, let's just start a little bit from the beginning. Like, how would you define emotional intelligence? Yeah. So for me, I define it in kind of two different ways. Number one, I think it's important for all of us to understand it is a learned ability. It's not something you're just born with or not. I I really do think it's something we have to cultivate and we have to learn over time. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have none of it. That's okay. There's still time for you, and it's totally okay to just now be learning it. But it really comes down to two things. It's how do we communicate effectively without our emotions getting in the way? And then it's also about how do we hear what other people say and interpret it correctly? 
And I think sometimes when I've seen, you know, seminars and conferences on emotional intelligence, what always stuck out to me is they usually focus on one or the other of those. Mm, okay. Like, here's how to keep your emotions in check. Very important skill set, definitely something to learn. But it's also important to learn how do you listen to somebody else and filter those messages through their emotions, not your own. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the best way I can describe it in here, we'll do this together right now, interactive, okay? So on a scale from one to 10, right now, how are you feeling about today? One being today is a bad day, 10 being today is awesome. Scale of one to 10 right now, how are you feeling? I'm a nine. It's the first Monday of the year when we're recording. So I'm excited about just getting, get going. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So you're a nine. So what I would tell you is that that number comes out your mouth. Mm. What we have is we have this feeling of a good day. And isn't it so much easier just to go through your day when you're having a good day? It's everything you say is going to sound brighter and happier and more energetic. And you're going to connect with people easier. Everything's going to be easier because you're having a nine kind of day. Those are our emotions, right? Filtering our conversation. Well, I think we've all, I'm glad you're not having one today, but I think we (laughs) all have had a bad day. And when you're feeling a two or maybe a three, you start to notice conversations are hard. Working is hard. You end up staring at a computer screen for 20 minutes, wondering why it's not moving and then realizing you're not doing anything, right? Everything becomes harder because our emotions impact everything that goes on around us. And that is why emotional intelligence is about being able to be aware of our emotions, aware of how they do or do not come out of our mouths. And then also being aware that somebody else could also be having a bad day. And sometimes what they say in that moment, you need to not take it the way you're feeling it, but you need to take it at their word of what they said, allow time to process and come back. And that's why I think emotional intelligence is so important because I can ask that question and I do. Every speech I give, I ask that question. It's the beginning of the speech. Okay, everybody, let's hear your number. How are you feeling today? And I can tell you exactly how much they can learn based on what their number is. Because as our emotions go up, our listening goes down. And so we have to realize that people having a bad day are maybe going to say something they really don't mean. Mm. And we got to give people a little more grace in that area. And that's something that's really important to me. Absolutely. And I think that that is so important because, you know, especially in the work environment, I mean, this also cover, sorry, this also (laughs) carries over to our personal lives, but in the work environment, so many things can be happening behind the scenes with someone Mm -hmm. and they could, you know, be really quick with you. They might, you know, shut down your ideas or interrupt what you're saying. And we take things so personally. And I think, you know, again, especially in a professional environment, how you react, how you handle, how, you know, taking that time to process that is, Mm -hmm. as you said, a learned skill, but I do think Anyone who wants to develop as a leader, it's a must have skill because, you know, you can't just lose your cool and come back, you know, an hour or a day later and say, you know, I'm sorry that I threw a stapler at you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean it. Yeah. It's a little late. (laughs) Right. And that is honestly a true story. I do know someone who once threw a stapler um, at someone. (laughs) 
<laughs> it'll work. Yes, see, that's, um, they needed some emotional right, control in that right, moment. Exactly, yes, they did. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, but here's the thing I would love to ask your opinion about is, you know, we are recording this, what, four days into 2021. People will hear the podcast a few weeks after we record, but still, everyone has now been through 2020. If you're listening to this podcast, you made it through 2020, right? Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. But what I want to ask about is how does emotional intelligence, you know, carry over in this new normal that we are in? So a couple of things come to mind. You know, one of the things I had to work with my team on back when I was still working in the corporate space, and this was sort of early in the pandemic, was we had to be aware of everyone had different things that were happening as a result of the pandemic. Some people were having to homeschool and do their job. Some people were spending, you know, days in isolation and were just really dealing with that mental, you know, aspect of not having work socially. Some people were dealing with health issues with their family, with themselves. And so I really called on my team to have a lot of empathy because we didn't know how everyone was sort of handling it. But where we are now, fast forward, and I don't want to discount that some people are still dealing with those things. How, how do you handle things like emotional intelligence, though, when we are in these virtual environments? One of the things that I find fascinating are companies who are still only doing business on conference, who aren't using video. I don't know how you can have a conversation, for example, if you, you know, perhaps maybe are having, a, you have a challenge with someone. How do you have those types of discussions, you know, when you can't see people, you can't feel their body language, you can't really, you know, better understand them. What advice do you give in this new normal? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and and you're so right in that, Empathy is a big part, right? And and I always couple the word empathy with the word grace because I think sometimes people aren't sure if they're being empathetic or too empathetic. You know, do I let people get away with too much, right? And so mm-hmm. I always kind of couple that with the idea of give somebody a little bit of grace and we'll be okay. I think in this new normal that we're headed towards, I hate calling it that, but what else do we call it, right? right? <laughs> uh, is this idea of we have to get really good at actually taking people at their word. Mm, mm -hmm. And I think that's hard, right? We are the first, as humans, we are super judgy. We just are. We look at people's facial expressions, body language, and we think it's all about us. And so the minute they they cross their arms, oh my gosh, they're disengaging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or they're seated under a vent and they're cold. <laughs> right. But, right, our initial instinct is, oh my God, they're disengaging. They don't like what I said. If somebody frowns when you're talking, you go, oh gosh, what did I say wrong? We're constantly judging based on these perceptions. And that's not a bad thing. We've been trained to do that. And that's good. It's emotionally intelligent to read the room. I think what's happening in our virtual environment, lots of people aren't comfortable on camera. Mm -hmm. So even if you force everybody on the team to come on camera, you're going to have some people whose body language and facial expressions just don't work anymore because they're so uncomfortable. And so I really think the first thing we can do from an emotional intelligence perspective is to ask the question, how do they need to best communicate? Maybe they are somebody who really needs it to be phone call mm-hmm. because the, the video camera is intimidating and it freaks them out and they're just not in a good space. Or maybe there's somebody who phone isn't good enough. We need the video. We need to see them. I need to read their body language. 
I think it all comes back to knowing your people. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of know who you're working with and you got to adjust to the people in your group based on where they're going to be able to communicate the best. Because in this virtual environment, tone of voice, let's talk about tone of voice when microphones come in and out and computer glitches, people freeze <laughs> on Zoom and then we're wondering what they're saying, right? All of those things happen. How can we really listen to somebody's tone of voice and interpret what they're saying with all of that in the way? I think what this is giving us is actually an opportunity to really step back and say, you know what? I'm going to take them at the words that they say. When the words come out of their mouth, I'm going to believe them. And then if I question it, I'm going to question it. But I'm going to do it in a nice, professional respectful way instead of just reading their body language and going, oh, they aren't listening to me anymore. So I'm not even giving them the time of day, which I think we do a little bit too much of anyway. And I think this virtual environment is really going to force us to start using our words wisely. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I always say, you know, your words have power. And I think we have to Mm. always remember that, be it, you know, when we're writing an email, when we're speaking Uh, face to face, you know, words absolutely have power. And some people, you know, can, can over <laughs> utilize that power. Oh, yes. And underutilize that power, but you yes. have to be very, very careful um, mm-hmm. with your words. So absolutely. So before we start to wrap up, what advice would you give? So if you're someone who is in the early stages of your career, or, you know, just as not even early stages, really anybody, right? We all, this is something mm-hmm. we all should need to better ourselves communication. What are some ways that you can learn to be more emotionally intelligent? So grace, I think is definitely one. Give people, you know, have grace, um, be Mm -hmm. graceful, but are there Mm -hmm. other techniques that you can, you know, even practice or things you can do if you want to get better at this, if you know this is an area of weakness and you want to get better? Absolutely. So a couple of things that kind of pop into my head that I think are easy things for everybody to start doing. Um, Number one is what I call conversational debrief. And what that means is after every conversation you have that you think like maybe could have gone better, come back to your office or turn off your video camera (laughs) and get out a little, just a little sheet of paper sticky note and write down what went well what didn't go so well, what maybe you could have done differently. I don't think we self-analyze enough in our communication world and in our emotional world, right? Was that the right time to use that tone of voice? Or maybe could you have done that differently? If we start doing a debrief, and that's what I have my leadership groups do, is after every conversation that's difficult, right? Not just any chit-chat conversation, but any conversation that's difficult, Go through and ask yourself the questions. Was tone of voice good? Body language, facial expressions, gestures. How do you feel like they interpreted your message? Like you can ask yourself some good self-awareness questions and just do a little debrief. If you do that after every conversation, you'll start to notice you change yourself because you start to notice, oh, see, they did that thing. And that's usually when I say this, but this time I said that and wow, you know, it was amazing. So I think that's one thing is conversational debrief is a really good skill. The other skill that I think we all need to do is be very observant, right? So the more observant you are of the people around you, their tone of voice, how they communicate, 
how they respond when you communicate. Mm -hmm. You can start to notice things, but you got to be paying attention, which really means you got to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. You got to be present. You got to be focused. You can't be distracted by what else is on your to-do list or that email that just popped into your inbox. You got to stay focused on the person in front of you and be as observant as you can. You'll start to notice things and that will help you start to make changes for yourself. And the last thing I would say, and it's, it's not really a strategy, it's more of a life motto that I think we could all live by that I, I think really helps people to make emotional intelligence a daily occurrence is doesn't matter what you say, it only matters what they hear. Mm. Too often we're so focused on our voice, our words, our thoughts, and words are powerful. But maybe we need to take a quick second and think about what are they getting out of this message, right? What are they hearing? What's their takeaway? What's their lesson learned? If we focus on them and what they're hearing out of the conversation, we'll change our words, we'll change our intentions, and that's going to make us a better communicator, a better leader, and a better worker overall. Love that. Love everything you just said, especially the debrief. So I have a work journal that's actually coming out. Yeah. And I love that <laughs> because I believe that we don't do enough reflection about what's happening in our career in terms of, you know, what are our failures, how we learn from them, what are our wins, our accomplishments, you know, how was our productivity levels, all these different things. So I, I love, I think having those sort of prompts that you take a time with yourself every single week or after big, you know, meetings or different things that might be happening. I think it's so important. So I, I would highly recommend that um, you take that <laughs> advice and include, you know, some, some debriefs about those difficult conversations. That's a great, great way to make sure that, you know, you just don't move from one conversation to another without thinking about how I could have improved because we don't do that enough. I think again, in our, in our professional lives. Yeah. Um, and our habits advice. are what make us. So whatever habits we're doing in our conversations, we're doing them over and over and over again until we stop. So let's find what those habits are and let's make some changes. Well, and this, again, this is the beginning of a brand new year. And so I know lots of people are reflecting upon what they can do better, what they can change. And you, again, your habits are your key to success. So yeah. think about your communication habits and how they can improve upon them. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And um, before we wrap up, Dr. Stevie Don, where can listeners find you? I've been following you on Instagram and I saw your new, your post today, how you're doing <laughs> things outside the box. So I think yes. you definitely motivate others to, you know, also sort of stay at that high level of success this, this mm -hmm. new year. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Instagram is definitely where I hang out. And if you just want to see the real me, that's probably where you should look. And you can find me at, at Dr. Stevie Don, all one word, all written together like a good old Southern mama. Um, the other thing is you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. I would love to connect to people on LinkedIn. I put a lot of content on LinkedIn about emotional intelligence and communication in the workplace. So I'd love for you to find me there. And again, just you can find Dr. Stevie Don pretty much everywhere. It's kind of a unique name. So uh, find me. Let's connect and let's see how we can help you in this new year. Well, I'm always pushing my listeners on LinkedIn. You would think that I have some sort of affiliate program with them, but I don't. <laughs> but I believe there's, it's such a great place to get it resources is. professionally. So definitely go and send Dr. Stevie Don a connection request. She promised. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, yes. Just tell me that you heard us on the podcast. I'd be so excited. 
Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on this week. And again, everyone get out there, think about how you can do things differently this year. And let's make this year, 2021, the best year yet. I know adulting is hard, but you got this. Thank yes, you, <laughs> you got this. I love it. <laughs>